Hello, dear listeners of the Education Newscast. Today, another show, another show in English. And I'm very, very happy to have an old, yeah, I would say friend and someone I know since many years. And actually, he's based in Indonesia today. So hello, Hora. Hello to uh, Yeah. Uh, hi, Thomas. Hi. Hello, so everybody. Great to take the time. Hi. And today we also have Christoph, our co-pod host. Hi, Christoph, to Hamburg. Hi, Thomas. Hi, Hora. Great to have you. Hello. Hi, 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 Christoph. Hi, Thomas. So, yeah, I think today we want to talk about digital learning, especially uh, from an Asian point of view. We also want to look at intercultural communication and learnings. So Hora is, amongst others, a real expert on that. Uh, but, yeah, I just would like to hand it over to you, Hora. Perhaps you just can introduce yourself uh, briefly. Who are you? What was your journey so far? Uh, yeah, uh, hi Thomas, uh, hi Christoph. Yeah, it's really glad, uh, glad to be here. So invited by Thomas, uh, old friend of mine. So my name is uh, Hora, and then uh, currently I'm based in Indonesia uh, since uh, four years, uh, back and forth between Indonesia and China. And then before that, so 10 years in China, uh, used to be a professor there. And then before that, uh, 15 years in Germany. And then basically do a lot of stuff uh, related uh, with, uh, with the cross-cultural communication. Uh, learning and then recently uh, do more and more uh, in the areas of uh, leadership development and then so strategy transformation. So uh, do it so with, with uh, some of the largest uh, Indonesian companies, uh, but also with some of the multinationals here. All right. And, and perhaps you can tell us the secret. So, so what are you currently doing in Indonesia? So you mentioned you are stuck there. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, we, are, we are stuck so already almost... Uh, one and a half years, so with the with the corona, I just start. So my office just uh, just start since uh, three weeks that we we start to go with the work from office, uh, but basically still uh, work from home. I've been at home since uh, more than one and a half years uh, now, working from from home. So everything's so dealing with the with the remotely with the dig uh, with the digital. Uh, but uh, business wise, before the before the pandemic, actually we already. Uh, doing like uh, one of the largest uh, leadership development program in ASEAN with 120 people there. And then uh, two years, uh, I mean, all together it's 240. And then during the pandemic, another client coming, then we have all together 500. And then we are doing like 500 uh, leadership development uh, for the future leader. I mean, that's, so this is the pipeline for the C-level, uh, C-level uh, executive from two of the largest car company in Indonesia. And then we have to do it so in online. And then suddenly, uh, what you call it, uh, you, you forced by the corona, <laughs> you are forced by the corona uh, to, do, to do all the digital transformation. I've been in the business of uh, leadership development in the last uh, 15 or 20 years. And then uh, mostly we, we, are, we are just doing face-to-face -face now in particular. So for the, for the top leaders. And then suddenly we have to be creative and then trying to uh, to transform the, the methods uh, into the uh, digital one, at least here in Indonesia mm -hmm. or, or in Asia, because I, I know uh, quite well what is happening in China. Yeah, yeah I think you are really the perfect guy today to maybe give us some insights into the yeah the state of the digitization in the asian area overall yeah maybe you have not the overview on every area there but um, <laughs> i think there are some differences between for example um, europe and uh, asia or especially germany and china for example or indonesia 
I think we are there today already on, on different levels, uh, at least in the yes. everyday usage of digital um, assets and um, technologies. So where do you see the digital transformation heading in Asia and in the areas that you know well? Okay, if you are talking about Asia, maybe the, the two countries that I know quite well are uh, China and Indonesia, no? because mm -hmm. uh, up to now, so I, I stuck in Indonesia, but my family in China, and then basically, if uh, it is not because of pandemic, usually I'm back and forth, two months Indonesia, and then two months China, and then back and forth uh, with my family, uh, therefore, I, and I know quite well the two countries, uh, although in terms of the digital, I'm, I'm not really expert from uh, in terms of the digital, uh, but more from the user perspective. And then mm -hmm. uh, during the pandemic, uh, you have to become expert. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to transform all your methods, uh, your, your learning and then training methods into the digital one. Uh, first is if you are talking about so infrastructure, then Indonesia and China is uh, quite different because the infrastructure in China is quite major. No? And also e-commerce in China is, is really, really quite advanced. Everybody already uh, using so e-money uh, to pay something. And then e-commerce, uh, everybody buy everything. So from the internet, I think the, the penetrations of the digitalization in China in terms of e-commerce, uh, in terms of the e-learning is really quite advanced. I know that from my son that so uh, everything's are done actually in the digital way already, even before pandemic. Mm -hmm. And then the pandemic just make it more extreme. Nah? Then you do everything so in, in the digital way. I uh, mean that so from the infrastructure point of view, and in, in China is in most cases uh, what you what, what you try to do, uh, you don't have a, a really like a big issue in terms of the infrastructure, the speed of the internet and so on and so on. But Indonesia is is quite different now. In particular, if we are talking about one and a half years ago at the beginning of the uh, of the of the corona. Uh, of the pandemic that suddenly everybody uh, everybody have to to stay at home mm -hmm. everybody trying to find uh, something to do yeah, <laughs> what, what you can do. Uh, then suddenly everybody uh, or a lot of people uh, found out oh, yeah we can do some webinars and then suddenly you have you have a lot of problem that that the internet doesn't work mm -hmm. or, or you just talk and then in the middle of your talking and then the, the internet stop now the last one year is already bad I mean that so the, the infrastructure I, I got the impression within uh, six months. Uh, the infrastructure improved a lot. I, I went uh, basically from my apartment, um, from where, where I'm based, mm -hmm. because I teach almost every day, la. almost every day with a webinar and then do meeting almost every day. In the first uh, six months, then every two days, you got like some, some problems, some technical problems. Now is maybe every time if uh, it is raining that you got you got the problem there. So I mean that's so from the infrastructure point of view. Uh, but... If we are we are talking about digitalizations in terms of uh, let, let us start uh, by, by by the simple one uh, teaching in front of the webcam uh, teaching in front in front of the webcam webcam I think that the uh, uh, the adaptation phase is maybe in the, the the first three months uh, I I know it by myself then uh, you you try to how you, you you take a look at the camera and then uh, you you talk by yourself uh, at the beginning that uh, sounds quite quite funny you know, because usually if you if you teach then uh, you need the feedback from the participants and now uh, there, there is some some differences uh, in Indonesia at the beginning uh, people uh, came on uh, and then uh, they do sometimes do the camp off uh, because of the inter uh, of the infrastructure mm -hmm. uh, but now it's actually they, they do the camp off not because of the infrastructure but more because of some other reason Mm -hmm. uh, some other reason. In some companies, uh, they do a lot of. Uh, in Indonesia now, uh, I don't know. In Germany, uh, there are increasingly what they call like double meeting or even triple meeting, double webinar and triple webinars. 
uh, that makes that people came off, no? Or, or basically, you 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 do you do something else, and then uh, mm -hmm. people came off. So that you are basically at, in three meetings at the same time, or yeah, a lot. Uh, that's happening wow. in Indonesia. Uh, three meetings uh -huh. at the same time, but uh, I don't think that uh, people really can follow what is happening. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. uh, but that, that that becoming like like uh, something that uh, now is everybody complaining about that. Mm -hmm. at, at the beginning, you 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 don't really realize the whole changing. At, at the beginning, you you are you are fighting with the with the infrastructure, and then people came on and off uh, because of the infrastructure. Uh, but after six months, I think that so now uh, people start to have. Uh, because with the uh, with, with this kind of of, of Zoom, uh, if you are talking at work, nah, not not in terms of the learning, but in terms of uh, doing the, the uh, get get the jobs done. Uh, now, if people have the tendency uh, to invite everybody that they believe that he or he or she may have something to do with that, uh, even more extreme than than uh, with the face to face, because the assumption is quite easy to jump in and jump out nah, uh, from that, mm -hmm. and 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 that makes that you, you suddenly you got a lot more a lot of a lot more uh, invitation for the meeting. Mm -hmm. mm. And also, uh, in terms of the learning, uh, you got more difficulties uh, if you say that, so I have a learning schedule and I cannot attend the meeting. Often people cannot accept that uh, or, or the boss really cannot accept that. Yeah, thank you, Hoa. And focusing the learning and education topic, do you see differences or different focuses there in uh, Indonesia and China compared with Europe? Okay, if I'm trying to compare, uh, 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 in, let, let, let me compare first between Indonesia and China. I think the, the learner, uh, I would say that the Chinese learner, as well as maybe the German learner, uh, they are more disciplined. Uh, they are more disciplined and then they use with a, a kind of a boring, a boring teacher. Mm -hmm. Uh, because uh, I know that so I used to study in Germany. Right? I teach in China. <laughs> the German and then the Chinese professors uh, are usually relatively boring comparing with the American or Indonesian uh, trainer or professors. No? Mm -hmm. And then the learner are, are, are used to yeah. uh, with this kind of boring style. They can self-discipline. They are still uh, pay attention to. Uh, for the German, maybe quite important if they are interested in Then it's not really important if the if the trainer or the teacher are entertainer or not. Uh, if the topics, the content is good, uh, then the the teaching style can be quite boring, and then people still uh, listening. Mm -hmm. In in China is also, but Indonesia not. Uh, most of the teacher in Indonesia or dosen or, or the the lecturer at the university or trainer usually one of the of the skill that they have master is how to do like something entertaining. Mm -hmm. Something quite fun that people can pay attention to, uh, but then so with the Zoom, for example, it's more challenging uh, to do it mm. to do it more fun uh, because you have only like like your voice. Uh, sometimes the, the the picture is is not really clear, uh, as on and so on, and then you you got the problem on on that. And then also that not everybody can can uh, change to the to the technology quite fast using the Zoom, uh, 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 talking to yourself, and then. Uh, doesn't really get the feedback uh, because a lot of people came off, uh, then you don't know the feedback. Uh, you need time to learn uh, to get that. And that's one of the challenges. How to make your learner pay attention to you. Yeah. So with the limitation that you have and then the fact that the learner actually are not uh, highly disciplined, like in Germany, mm. like in China. The learner use uh, with a lot of, uh, what you call it, a lot of uh, things that uh, make them, uh, that can attract them. And then the other one is because 
to my opinion now is a lot of the learner then trying to use the a kind of the excuse nah, that uh, we got uh, some difficulty with the infrastructure and then therefore I'm came, uh, I, I do the came off. If they do the came off, <laughs> I'm sure with 70 or 80% of the possibility they are not there and then maybe they, they are not really they are not really really listening. Uh, or then uh, you you got another issue uh, at the corporate setting, so with the double or or triple meeting. Mm-hmm. In our leadership trainings, because this is uh, really quite quite important because this is like succession planning, and then a kind of overview succession planning. Uh, the leader should be there actually yesterday, uh, and then because of some reason it's too late, and then now we do it, uh, and therefore even with the pandemic, the, the company still say that so let's give a try. But uh, we have to make sure that the leader uh, really, after go through this uh, leadership trainings, uh, we can see some changes because uh, uh, there is some transformations uh, needs to be done. Um, one of the uh, we do like several things uh, in order to implement our concept uh, because the, uh, our concept uh, last year, 2022, uh, with with the same with a similar approach. So we we won the EFMD uh, EFMD Global Award. Oh, I think in, in Europe, you know, the, the EFMD uh, for the top leadership development, mm-hmm. uh, we got the, the goal, uh, the goal is like the, the best one. I mean, from the concept in terms of delivery in face-to-face, uh, we, we have, we, we design like a very excellent concept. Uh, now, uh, the challenge is how to do it. So with the, in, in the online one, what we try to avoid is the, what you call like a talking PowerPoint. Hmm. And then I just remember actually most of the style now is we teach in in uh, with the Zoom. This is just like I think Thomas at the time t- t- uh, told me about learning 1.0. I mean like PowerPoint <laughs> and then the Chinese professor talking there, and then you have to listen. Then uh, now uh, most of the webinar is like that one. Now you have a, t- a talking PowerPoint and then with the virtual background and then the face was not very clear and then uh, uh, you got difficulties with the interaction. That's just learn, learning 1.0. 1.0. That just remind me the time as Thomas visited me in China. Most of my colleagues, the, the teaching style is like like that one. Then I said, no, it cannot. It must be like more interactive. Like actually, we are we are already in the learning 4.0, or even some some people say like 5.0, uh, and then we should not come back to the learning 1.0. Uh, but we need to you you need to got like really the approval from the top leaders. Uh, we got the approval like like from the personal force time. Uh, that everybody have to use the to do the cam on. Mm. If uh, if for any reason they don't do the cam on or have to do like a double meeting, they have to go through the top to get the permission. Uh, otherwise, uh, everybody will, will will do some tricks now. Uh, and then after we got this this commitment, uh, okay, in, in Indonesia usually you have a lot of uh, uh, your team can be quite large now. Uh, because I, um, I I don't I, I cannot find any solution uh, technological solution with the eye movement or something like that. Uh, I don't know what I what I do is just like I I, I give like three of my junior consultant. Uh, we have like uh, we we try that the the number of the participant is forty nine. Do you know the reason? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, because at Zoom in one screen you can see only forty nine. Mm. Ah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want so. to make sure that I can see the face of all participants. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if they come on, I can see everything. Uh, I have quite a big screen, so mm-hmm. uh, uh, in the big screen I can see F, uh, all of them. And then they have to do the cam on. And then I have three juniors who try to take a look. Do they really pay attention to? Mm-hmm. Um, we are talking about a top leader. Personal uh, four-stand uh, minus one, four-stand uh, minus two uh, in some of the largest companies in Indonesia. And then we got a uh, junior who, who, do, who do that one. 
Uh, and then if we we believe that they don't they don't do that, they don't pay attention, then we will alarm the human resource. The human resource will with, with remind them, and then in some cases remind also the boss. Wow, in that case. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this uh, is what one of tough. the first. <laughs> uh, but but still, uh, you got you you don't know some of the tricks that they do it. Mm-hmm. You know uh, because we we use assume. We assume they, they, what they do is they start with with like now, they screenshot and then they change the background with the with the screenshot, <laughs> and then they do the cam off. Hey, they are not doing the cam off, but then they go, <laughs> and then you see the the background, the the virtual background as if that the person is not there. It's still there. You just wonder that they don't move anything. <laughs> and then they, they do a lot of tricks. They do a lot of tricks. And then, then I have uh, my junior. Nah? The junior is like fresh grade with one or two years. Uh, they, they, they do also have a lot of tricks nah? and from the university. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. We, we try to pay attention on that. So, so, yeah, one question there would be, and I think this is a universal, but I think you highlighted very nice that in some cultures, Uh, I, I had to laugh. So like Germans, they're used to boring teachers. Yeah. People are more self-disciplined. But uh, what, what uh, is your advice or your tips, what, what, what you perhaps even do in your programs to, to engage people, to focus, so that they are focused and that they are concentrated. So, so do you do group work? Do you do, I don't know, whiteboard? Uh, that's what we do often. So what is your advice there or your, your experience? Uh, we do actually quite a number of things. The first one is uh, we try to make sure that the screen first, uh, because in the teaching, you, you can do inter- interaction is for sure. Uh, but before, before we go to the interaction, we have to make sure because you still have some lecturing. How can you do your lecturing uh, more attractively? Uh, for example, if I do the, my lecture, then I try that I stand. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you stand, uh, your energy, your vibrations to the, to the participants are different. Uh, that, that first, uh, we, we use like a number of camera uh, because uh, I, I'm just trying to implement how we do it in the face-to-face. In the face-to-face in Germany, uh, what I learned, uh, you have the flip tap, you have the pin one, mm-hmm. uh, you have uh, you have later on, you, you try to just a stand. Uh, you try to move from one corner to the other corner. Mean that uh, for the participants, they cannot see. Uh, it's not. It's quite difficult to to pay attention for three hours if you have just only one camera with with the same uh, background with the same setting. Uh, then uh, we we have usually two or three uh, camera. We try to stand uh, and then we try not to use the virtual background because virtual background is is not from the visualization's point of view. It's not not good enough. No? Not good enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we we do have also television interact interactive television uh, that I can fix uh, here, and then you see there uh, interactive television. Sometimes we do also with the pin one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we 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 try to 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 make sure first is that what the participants say uh, see is not boring, and mm-hmm. then it's not a talking point. Mm, that the that the first uh, the first one uh, that that we try to do. Uh, the second one, I think it's for, for sure. My, our favorite currently is what we use a lot is this kind of Mentimeter mm. and then the, the Zoom survey. One of my, my favorite now is uh, Padlet, you know, Padlet. Mm. Uh, Padlet is uh, it's a kind of the pin one uh, because mm. you can use it uh, quite nice for the group discussion. Uh, you, you do that one and then everybody have, have, to, uh, have to work with that. Uh, but the most important one is uh, because if we are talking about the, the leadership level, we are talking about people 40, 50, nah? 
technology is not necessarily something they are quite good at and then sometimes they are very angry and then uh, with, with some cases if you are talking about uh, BOD or uh, first time level uh, minus one uh, basically they, they used to have their assistant uh, but not because of the pandemic they are at home and they, 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 some of them got even difficulties uh, using the mouse mm-hmm. you can you can you can say like that because usually in particular in, in Indonesia with the hierarchical you have three or four assistants who do that and now you are mm-hmm. you're stuck, stuck at home uh, then you have you have to teach them you, uh, we, we spend time so we, because we have a lot of juniors no? the, the juniors spend time one by one to make sure that they can use it uh, they can use also how to use the zoom how to make sure uh, how to use the zoom because a lot of people doesn't know that the screen of the Zoom, you can move in, move uh, wide and, and narrow and that and uh, uh, to the position that is nice to you. Uh, with some of them, so we, we, we teach them how to use the, their television in order to see that. And then you can see uh, sit on the sofa. We, we, we do quite a lot of this kind of support, in particular for the, for the senior leaders, that they feel at home, uh, that they feel comfortable in the, in the learning environment. Uh, that one, and then as uh, we we use Padlet, uh, we try to say that it's not only for the learning, uh, because you will have to use the Padlet or this kind of uh, brainstorming tools uh, also in your meeting uh, with with your team. Uh, and then as a leader, you have to learn that. Uh, basically, then then what I want to say is uh, first is we have to make sure what we call the golden rules, like you have to do the camp camp on and so on, at least for the first six months, because the program is two years now. Now, now, now we don't do any more that uh, to report to the boss if you do the cam off. Uh, because after a while, uh, people get used to. Mm-hmm. If they get used to, they know by themselves if they have to cam off on, uh, cam on or cam, cam off. Uh, but in the first three to six months, uh, I will insist that we have to do the discipline way, just like, like a child. And then if they get used, then um, I'm not very sure if you can do it in Germany, but in Indonesia, Indonesia is also not with, with every company, but if we got the uh, we got up to the to the first time uh, uh, support <laughs> to implement that, uh, this one because the the side effect is also good for their uh, the way how they work together with each other. Now, before we start our program, the the company have the habits to do the camp off for most of the activities, and then after uh, two hundred people, two hundred fifty people was uh, were forced to do the camp on. Uh, then the things uh, uh, the the culture of the meeting uh, is also changing. Uh, as a side effect from this. Yeah, very very positive side effect. Yeah, 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 yeah very positive side effect. Yeah, yeah. also in working yeah. culture. So like using not not just one to many, but interacting like with a Padlet. Like at SAP, we use Mural, but it's similar. It's a digital whiteboard yeah. in the yeah. end. It's yeah. very helpful for yeah. for more collaborative yeah. working. In the first uh, months, uh, as we start this program, because we are talking about 250 people, top uh, leaders 250. We even help them. Uh, we even uh, help each of the of the leader. Uh, your camera, we cannot see your face, your your eye. You have to, to move it up or down. Uh, you 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 don't look very nice. We screenshot. We send them. Uh, we we send to the to the WhatsApp, uh, and then we help them to improve their personal appearance in front of the Zoom. And the, the side effect makes makes that they are not shy anymore to uh, uh, to come on uh, during the meeting. The other one, that, that's the effect. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, we, we have uh, the golden rules. Mm-hmm. We, we have what we call like a 360, uh, 360 view. 360 view means so we have like several cameras. Uh, we try to make sure that so uh, what they see is not boring. Uh, we have to make, we, we try to make sure also that we can see the faces of all the participants. Uh, currently, I can see only 49, but it's okay. I just limit the participants' numbers of the, uh, of the 49. Because uh, I know that uh, some trainer uh, with the talking PowerPoint, 
Actually, they are teaching only with the laptop, nah. hmm. and then you can really see uh, all the participants. Uh, now here, uh, I can uh, I'm usually usually using like multiple monitors. On the one monitor, I can see all the faces. On the other monitors, I can communicate with my team. On the other monitor, I can see the stuff that I'm I'm going to present. That that's the second. And then the third, I think this is the classical what people uh, most of the people are doing with all this kind of interaction. Nah with all of these kind of interactions with the Padlet and then with the Mentimeter and then, and then some other stuff. Uh, the fourth one that uh, we try to do is also, we have like WhatsApp group to support the learning activity <laughs> because uh, still, still sometimes you teach, you talk and then the Zoom disappear and then you need to coordinate everything with the WhatsApp. Nah? Uh, this one, this one, this one. And also talking with about, uh, about senior leaders in Indonesia, they used to be self. Uh, they have some simple question and then uh, someone have, have to answer them. And then I have like a number of junior, uh, uh, not not junior, so the WhatsApp is uh, a senior consultant um, with uh, 10 years working experience. They are the one who nurtures this, uh, all those kind of questions. Sometimes uh, at the beginning, it's a lot of technical questions. They don't know how to use this one. They don't know how to use this one or they miss the information. Uh, because at the beginning, if people are not used with all this kind of technology, uh, there is some tendency that they lost the, the focus maybe one minute and then they, they cannot follow the other. And then you need someone uh, to help them to, to catch up again. Uh, to catch up again. And then everything we do it with the WhatsApp group. Yeah. We have a WhatsApp group and then WhatsApp group is also uh, to do like uh, some pre-work and then post-work. Uh, you have the pre-work and post-work because the program is two years program. Uh, the program is two years and then there, there are different a lot of different activities no? Uh, you have a workshop. You have like some coaching session. You have peer coaching. You have you have validation. You have the, uh, the different kind of uh, of things. Mm, then uh, we have also a kind of learning management system. We use Talent LMS. Basically, this is the platform that uh, you can put all the replay there, and then you can uh, put um, some other information. Uh, this is in particular important for the pre and post for the pre and, and post, uh, because it's always good uh, that they are prepared. They have to see some YouTube and then they have to, to read something and then do the training. And then after the training, they have to do something. Uh, they have to do something again uh, they are there with the pre and post. Mm-hmm. So we used to be this kind of um, talent LMS. And then we have a kind of the uh, simplified, you can see maybe like Google Doc or, or Google Drive, uh, because you, you, you have like some homework and then you have to upload the homework. And then you have to download something in that. So like uh, like uh, a shared cloud for all the document. Uh, because in uh, we have like a continuous test during the, the, the whole program in order to monitor the progress. Uh, because uh, the, the the top leaders are really concerned, and the top leaders uh, always want to, to check like every week, like uh, how is the progress? Mm. Uh, what what do they do? What is the results? And then we have to we always to uh, have have to show something uh, that. Uh, the participant doing something, and then they uh, those are, and then this is what we we do with with all of them. And then recently, I I start also to do uh, a special uh, YouTube uh, YouTube video uh, learning video uh, in order to support the learning material uh, because uh, the higher you go, the more you got always like the discussion. People doesn't have time, mm. and then the time for the trainings will becoming shorter and shorter. Right? Uh, we already agreed like three hours and then suddenly something happened and then they said that can we do it in two hours? <laughs> then, then at the end, you do it shorter 
but you give more homework. <laughs> they, they should not know that <laughs> we do it shorter, but we give more homework, and then we put like some some we we develop like additional uh, lear- learning materials in YouTube, and then uh, put it as as a homework that they they should read, and then they should they should do something with the client. Uh, we, we we do it in that way. Uh, what for me what turned out also quite well, except the uh, this kind of teaching, nah, uh, like webinar. Nah, this is like one things. Is the thing so with the with the breakout room that we do it, uh, the thing that we call a peer coaching, uh, which is in Indonesia actually quite seldom. And then at the beginning, so the company was quite uh, suspicious. What kind of method uh, does it work? Because uh, people have to give feedback to each other and then receive uh, feedback. But it turns out that the breakout room was quite good because at first is uh, in most cases you cannot do the lecture more than forty five minutes. Uh, usually, I'm I'm trying between thirty to thirty to forty five. I think in the in the face to face, usually you can do it like uh, one hour to ninety minutes now. Uh, but here is is a bit shorter because a longer is people cannot pay attention to. And then breakout room is is always like a good place uh, that people reflect, um, discuss about what has been talked, trying to summarize, and and then I combine a lot with the with the partner. That's that's my favorite because uh, budget is everybody can write and then uh, do that and then discuss. Uh, do the prioritization and then uh, do the categorization just like the pin one, the pin one in Germany. That that that's quite nice. Although at the beginning you you need to teach them, uh, need to teach them about the process, needs to de- uh, needs to teach them uh, about the technology. Mm-hmm. So so the program looks pretty, I would say, broad and complete. Uh, I, I would say with a lot of different facets like, like self learning the uh, collaborative learning so one thing if that's okay if i uh, can jump to that we 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 discussed it a little bit but i know you also have a lot of experience around intercultural learning yes uh, so perhaps you can share a little bit of insights what you perhaps even what your insights more from academia uh, is or was uh, you i know you teach at the Shang university in china and also perhaps then at the second we can look what tips are let's say especially for example very practically if you set up international programs because people learn different often it's not reflected but people just learn different you just had made this first examples for example so could you look at that a little bit this would be great Okay, in terms of the intercultural, maybe this is more like like interesting was in particular my experiences before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, because in our program, so we work together also with some of the international top business school with some uh, Western professor coming to Indonesia to teach uh, there. I think that there, there are so, so some of our experiences like how you deal with the, with the senior leaders in country like, like Indonesia um, for the person who used to, to do this kind of Western methods, not yet uh, the one. What I, I'm trying to discuss usually with my with my Western partner as they start to uh, to teach because usually the program is like three or five days, and then after the first day, usually I give like uh, I give them some some feedback. Uh, in, in in some cases, we do also like some interventions. Uh, the classical one we are talking about like uh, like a case study methods that's quite classical in the in the business school. Uh, in terms of this kind of uh, um, um, uh, case study methods. Uh, in Indonesia, if you are dealing with the in-house trainings, and then most of them are, are senior leaders, often is they are not really well prepared the, uh, for the case study. Uh, then at the end, uh, the case study for me is the learning impact is quite low if the participants are not really well well prepared. Well prepared in the sense of really, really read the, the, the 20 pages. 
I think in Germany, usually people or my experience is not not everybody, but uh, a lot of people not only reading. Maybe you you search also some information uh, uh, in the internet in order to uh, to be well prepared and then really make the best use of the case study. Uh, in our case, that uh, at the end, so I, I I suggest to my Western partner that uh, I will do like a pre-class. Uh, in the pre-class, basically what I'm doing is like. My, my partner doesn't need to come. I, I come there, uh, all the participants for one hour. And then what they should do is basically they should read uh, the cases. I'm there, they read the cases. And then I, I tell them also uh, to check on the internet and then uh, get like some near, some small discussion to ensure that the cases are uh, well prepared, uh, like uh, what most of the, uh, most of the, my experiences with the, with the German participants uh, usually uh, prepared. Although in Germany, sometimes you got also like 10% of the participants are not really well prepared, but, but 50% of them are well prepared. In Indonesia, it's like the other way around. And then the other one is also I'm trying to tell them that or to um, to encourage them to be more tough uh, in encouraging the discussions uh, between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, we used to be to be quite friendly to each other. And then at the end, the discussion is not deep enough. Although usually for the Westerns, right? Uh, if you come to the to a new country, your approach is like to either at the end because you believe ah, this is another culture, then just let it. And then the learning impact is not really there. Or you just do it like in the West. You 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 uh, then then everybody is also angry. Huh? <laughs> everybody, everybody angry. Uh, uh, how, how to do it in the middle? That, that sometimes 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 one of the challenges yeah because we did it then so after my discussions uh my my friend uh, the, the western professor <laughs> trying to do like a very tough approach and then the participants uh raised the hand uh some of the leaders say that uh, professor you are insult- insulting our company <laughs> we are not not as bad as you described in your in your lecture. You are insulting us and insulting our country. <laughs> and then oh, the oh. trying to explain, uh, trying to explain there. And then during, uh, uh, I, I was there because I, I was there, and I, I'm actually the one who encouraged my, my partner there uh, to be to be more direct. And then uh, come this one uh, during the break, I, I, I go to the to the Indonesian participants, uh, to the to the leaders there, and then more or less, um, basically in short, I just say that. I'm the one who encouraged uh, the, the Western professor to, to be more blunt, uh, to create like the atmosphere like, uh, like we are in the, in the international education format. And then uh, the participant, yeah, but we are Indonesia. Then I said that, yeah, if you want Indonesian professor, then I teach it's cheaper than he. <laughs> we, we don't need to invite the, the, the big professor here, the big professor <laughs> here. Uh, and then uh, you, you, don't, you don't really learn. Uh, the first is you are, you are not really learning. And then second is uh, the purpose that we incite uh, uh, the big names coming here because we want to learn from them. If everything is uh, on, uh, only on the surface, then uh, it doesn't work. You don't learn a lot. Hmm. Uh, okay, uh, we, we, with that one is then then uh, I just need to talk with the three person. Uh, in one hour, everybody know to discuss it. And then after that, so we can, we can be more direct hmm. uh, in our discussion. Well, what I mean is that this kind of approach sometimes is a bit dangerous. Now, sometimes a bit a bit dangerous. Uh, but you you got like like the uh, the challenge if you don't do anything, then at the end it's a, a waste of resources. 
Ja, schon. Ja, yeah, I think it's again this meta-communication. If you have the feeling that people don't pay attention and if you say, ah, that's perhaps their culture or I don't want to offend them, mm -hmm. then this is uh, not well. But uh, what I also like is this onboarding. And I think even everywhere, I think this is so important to onboard learners to the content, to the method, to the tools, because yeah. some don't understand uh, and then uh, they're lost. Perhaps some are, so you can do this even perhaps here you could do that uh, optional and what i also we, we once did a research project uh, in china uh, this phd uh, thesis I, i remember and this was also interesting perhaps you can share some other findings so what i learned there for example that in germany the renome of an expert who's teaching or who's facilitating a class is not that important but like in yeah. china it's very important that this person or that at least if you come to china that you don't say i'm from mannheim that you say uh, i'm from the famous university of mannheim yeah. because the status is much more important yeah so the status thing so perhaps you can share some tips uh, like that i thought that's also interesting Yeah, yeah, you are, you are right, so, uh, Thomas. You you just remind me that I, I think in the Asian, uh, I would say in China, in Indonesia, is is quite similar. That the authority from the persons is uh, sometimes I, I think in the West now, if the company hires someone, then basically the assumption is the company already do the quality selection, and then this person is good, and then you, uh, this person does not needs to uh, justify. Uh, while in our case in China or Indonesia, usually we need we need to to justify or to show uh, who we are and then uh, what kind of status or what kind of image uh, we have. Uh, uh, include also the the things if we do like so online learning, uh, where the material coming from and then uh, which authority the material uh, may have or should have. Uh, it should be stated so quite explicitly. Yes, yes, correct, uh, Thomas. And and the other one is, but this is in particular in China, in Indonesia, it's not necessarily. Uh, people would like to have a kind of test, a kind mm -hmm. of confirmation that so what they have learned, uh, that they have learned something. Like the certificate. It's not perhaps not even the test. It's a certificate or is it both? I think both. Mm -hmm. uh, in Indonesia, maybe a certificate is uh, very important for everything <laughs> because you people do a lot of this kind of ISO or or. Uh, quality, uh, what quality assurance uh, thing, right? and then the quality assurance thing at the end is coming to the collecting the certificates, which uh, I'm not very sure how how really useful is it. But like in China, they would like a kind of test in order to get the feedback that they have learned. So what they they need to learn mm -hmm. or what they want to learn, they, that they learn it in the correct way. In Indonesia, not not necessarily very strong, uh, but uh, both of them will appreciate that at the end of the learning process. Uh, they get uh, they got a lot uh, a kind of uh, certificate, and then ideally the certificate got like some recognition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Christoph, do you have any further questions regarding let's say digital transformation of learning? Or I think I think some things are pretty similar. I I like your tips very much because that's even what we haven't reflected here so much that. Uh, you should look at the golden rules, like the basics, but also this, not just sitting on the chair. If you do, do want to have a good learning experience, you need to uh, invest in that, like this cameras and 
not just talking PowerPoint. I think that's this is also very valuable and uh, very interesting. I think everyone should reflect that, not just for top management uh, classes, but I think for all good teaching online, I think it's this yes. is important to reflect agree, that. Yeah. Agree, Thomas. Agree yeah. with that. Yeah, for, for me, it was very interesting to see that from all sides, it really requires some empathy and openness and the willing of understanding each other. If not, there are a lot of misunderstandings and traps all around. For me, that's really interesting. But maybe one additional small point concerning the digital learning experience that that you offer um how is overall your experience with um the yeah the the adoption or willingness from the mental point of view to use such uh, digital tools as you you outlined them for collaboration for communication are people really eager to go this digital path as well or Are they maybe yeah a little uh, hesitant that they say, oh, I, I really would prefer to be in person on site, and uh, for me, digital is 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 not the right approach. Okay. Do you also make such experiences there, or do you see differences between, for example, China, Indonesia, and and Europe? Okay, uh, that that's a very important question, uh, Christoph. Uh, thank you for the question uh, because the, uh, our program is already running almost um, nearly one year. Mm -hmm. Then we can see like some of the results. And then because we do like some tests, uh, the nice one is maybe three things that we can see. Uh, first is uh, we do some tests uh, for, uh, you can see maybe like some knowledge tests, uh, what they have learned. Because the program, we have it also face-to-face uh, -face, uh, before, before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And then we can say that the, the results of the test is comparable. Uh, it, it's not that the, uh, using the online methods that the results is uh, worse than uh, with the face-to-face. -face. I think that's uh, first is for me is, It's quite a good news uh, because yeah. uh, sometimes we don't know now what we are doing. And then the, the most important one is the fact uh, that we measure the, the, the knowledge or the, the learning progress and then the learning progress is the same or some more, more or less the same, that, that one. Mm -hmm. And then second is also uh, using our, our methods. Usually in other cases, what I often hear is you got a lot of uh, from the feedback if a participant give the feedback. Now, usually maybe 30% of the feedback will, will say like, so we miss that next time it will be face-to-face. -face. Uh, that, that, that's the, mm. the common program that I saw. Uh, but in our program, we have uh, zero uh, people who, who give this kind of statement. Wow. And then we have like 10% of the statement who say that we were surprised that online methods can be more effective than the face-to-face. -face. 10%. I mean, if we got like uh, 30 feedback, maybe we got like three or four. Mm -hmm. And then zero that say that, so uh, this one. It is quite, quite nice because then we, we show that Uh, this is like another way to learn. And then the, the, the nice one is also that after one year of the progress, in just last week, we, we got another discussion about how is the learning progress, how do you learn. A uh, number of the participants say that now they enjoy learning online. Oh, hmm. Learning okay. online mean, mean because uh, one year ago, they cannot imagine uh, before the pandemic. And, and now because you have a more offer, Uh, people start to enjoy like no, I don't need to travel. I can I can learn uh, at home, and then usually also they already uh, organize nice environment for their learning, sitting on the sofa and uh, watching there, and then from time to time uh, typing, say something there, and then you can uh, manage your time. Not everybody uh, say that, and it is also not that they would like to have like 100% online, uh, but they start now to enjoy. Now I can manage my learning progress. 
much more effectively. And then I can, uh, I know which program I need to go face to face, which program I need mm-hmm. to go online after one year. All right. I think that's great, great feedback uh, for the program and a lot of side effects for what, what, what you said earlier. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Then the actual content on the learning uh, objectives. So I would like to ask you some questions about you personally, how you learn and how you keep up to date. So before coming to that, so uh, anything else you want to share about, let's say, learning in Asia or intercultural stuff? Or I think we touched a lot of topics. Uh, anything I forgot to ask? No, it's, it's okay, uh, uh, Thomas. I think because of the time, maybe we can just go to uh, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, basically, I'm experimenting a lot as a learner, also mm-hmm. not only as a teacher or as a t- uh, trainer, uh, but also as a learner. The, the first, uh, the first one is because all this kind of uh, learning with uh, using technology as well, so on is is quite quite new for me and then I need to check on the web on the YouTube how to do the how to do the camera how to do the uh, the, the mic and remember after our discussion Thomas because you are already the expert on this kind of things uh, I yeah, uh, uh, need to pay attention on this on this on this uh, the the main the main part is maybe uh, YouTube before the okay. pandemic I, I, I saw YouTube is just only for entertainment. And actually, I, I never saw it. <laughs> I never, I never uh, uh, see YouTube. Uh, mostly, it's maybe if yes, the Netflix. Uh, uh, but during the, the last uh, one and a half year during this pandemic, I found that the quality of the learning materials at YouTube, even for leadership development or, or my subject, mm-hmm. uh, expert who submit their, their material at YouTube, I think uh, the last two years increased a lot, uh, changed mm-hmm. a lot. You got a lot of uh, uh, learning materials there, starting from uh, you like to know like growth mindset. You to know to know like greed. You to know uh, every keywords. You you got everything at YouTube for free. Sorry. Uh, do you have some? Uh, do you have some top one or two let's say recommendations from YouTube? What you found really really helpful, or was it just uh, on demand? And I uh, I think there is one that my first for it is a Swedish investor. Uh, there is this like one YouTube that try to summarize a very uh, important books uh, on finance, uh, and then you can you can within 20 minutes in a very fun way you got like like the summary of the books that you want to read. So what's the name again? Sorry, Swedish uh, Swedish investor. Ah, okay, okay, we can uh, put it investor. in the show notes. Uh, that that is like uh, one of my favorite. Okay. Uh, the other one is I I observe actually a lot of the Indonesian market, uh, uh, Thomas, because. Uh, this is a kind of uh, my my competitor. Uh, I, I'd like to understand from them. Uh, there, there are number number of them, so that I, I'm trying to to, to take a look. I mean that. So uh, YouTube is one things uh, that I, I learned uh, a lot, and also that uh, shortly before pandemic, I start to interested in uh, feng shui. I'm not I'm not sure if you know that this this is the the Chinese uh, way of buying a house. You need to take a look. Uh, like a, a south or north, this kind of a bit like a mystical, mystical things. This is something that I, I learned from you, but this is, I, I like uh, a, a lot. And I found like one master's or, or one training institute, they do it in terms of the technology-based learning, uh, very advanced. And and I, I'm, I'm learning that, uh, not only that I'm learning the stuff, but uh, also I'm, I, I learned a lot about the way how he did uh, using the technology because you cannot... He is based in Malaysia. Usually, I, I go to Malaysia uh, two or three times a year. But now, it's everything is uh, uh, is here. 
and then you you you, you learn uh, as a learner then you try to reflect yourself ahura uh, more than 30 minutes i cannot listen to him uh, aya okay 30 minutes <laughs> aya this kind of methods i like that aya I had the graphic. The graphic must be like this one. Mean that so I I learned several stuff and then I learned uh, through the joining some some uh, some webinars. Uh, also, with uh, I send my my managers to join like like some of the top business school uh, in the US, trying to understand how they do that. Uh, we monitor also some of the in, in Germany also. So we pay also like like joining like numbers of uh, online this uh, all those kind of online globally. And then trying to understand how they do it, and then what we can adapt so in Indonesia, and then how we can we can improve ourselves. I'm I'm experimenting with with uh, <laughs> Thomas. I even uh, moved to a new apartment because of this. Okay. <laughs> wow. um, because before the pan, uh, 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 okay, I have a house uh, in China. I have a house uh, in Bandung, but in Jakarta is actually just only small apartment. Uh, uh, and then I moved to a bigger one. Uh, in order to experiment with all this kind of teaching and learning. Wow. Uh, how, how is the learning environment? How is the teaching environment? Basically, 70% of my apartment space are for this experiment. Yeah, yeah I see a lot of monitors in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 you are trying to do, to do that. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah Thomas, because now my, my family is in, in China one and a half years. I'm, I'm alone every day here. What should I do? Yeah, yeah then you, you buy all this kind of stuff and then and then experimenting. Yeah. Uh, and that's, what, that's a new hobby. What, what is your narrative? So, you know, narratives like your personal motto, Uh, around learning and transformation. So what is your personal narrative? I think for me, my personal narrative is that this uh, this pandemic really, really changed a lot. The way of, uh, the way of uh, we work, the way of we live. Uh, but in particular, in terms of the learning, because this is our subject now, and this is basically also my my my, my work. I, I'm working in that area. That, that opened like a, a new area, a new area that everybody really, Uh, still trying to find out what, what I mean. Online learning, in the sense of uh, on the web, is it one things. Face to face is the other thing. I think the new one is the live streaming learning uh, that you 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 learn live. Mm. This is before the pandemic; it doesn't work. And now uh, uh, through the pandemic, it works. Uh, and then now for a lot of the uh, learning center, what I know in Indonesia, the question is now uh, for their budget: how is the composition between online live streaming and then face to face? Hmm. And then uh, I have some discussion also with some of my customers because we advise this kind of uh, corporate university or how to design learning center. Uh, then suddenly the discussion is about like how many face-to-face class, how many class for the live streaming, uh, how to design the live streaming class. Uh, this is all, uh, everything is is quite new, and then uh, uh, people doesn't really know what is what will going on because. Uh, like uh, Christoph said, nah, at the end, the learning format is not only depend on us as the teacher, as the trainer, uh, but also how well the, the learner uh, really enjoy and then try to arrange their, their own home or their own, their own learning environment. Hmm. Um, if you have like now in, in my home, my home, I have uh, my, my, my sofa with uh, 65 TV screens uh, for webinar. And then uh, on the side is uh, with the with the keyboard that you can you can chat uh, sometimes if you need. Then you can you can watch the the teaching a bit longer than if you you watch it on the on the mobile phone or on the small uh, laptop. And and then the third one is the infrastructure that the company uh, trying to provide. Uh, it, it start with the discussion like 
How many rooms still for the face-to-face? How many rooms mm. from the face-to-face now will be modified? Uh, and then if we are trying to modify it, uh, we, we are talking about online or live streaming. And then if it is live streaming, so what kind of methods are you going to use in the live streaming? Now, I think it's currently, it's a fantastic time because you really are able to, let's say, craft this new way of hybrid learning or hybrid yes. teaching. And this, yes. this is fascinating yes. because I, I think no one knows how it works best, but I think we all can craft this uh, new approaches. Yes. So that's fascinating. Yes. We are, okay. we, we, are, we are experimenting, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I think experimenting is one of the wonderful words what many guests in the podcast say, and I think this is so important. Yeah, exactly. yeah. absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, so where can people find more about you and about your work? I know or you have a homepage, perhaps, or your LinkedIn profile. What else can I recommend? Can we recommend? I think one is LinkedIn profile and then the other is currently uh, the last six or eight weeks. I'm quite active now in the YouTube, but mostly it's in, in Bahasa. But I start uh, next month with some English English program. Uh, mainly will be for people who are uh, interested in doing business in, in Indonesia, uh, intercultural stuff. So we will, we will have uh, some materials in English. I will let you know later on if right. I start to produce that in English. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. But I, I, I enjoy the, the, the discussions. Uh, I enjoy our discussion now because uh, very seldom you, you got the chance to talk and then uh, with, with the expert that really, really know the stuff that we are discussing now. Yeah. At least in Indonesia. <laughs> and of course, like always, it was great to meet you again after such a long time. Yeah. So, thank you so much. So Christoph, uh, did we, I think we had all the questions or what we prepared. So should we, come to an end I, I think we have it right so thanks again for our listeners i think it was fascinating to have this really international uh, input like from hora like uh, the indonesian point of view the chinese point of view I, i think some things are very similar some things are different so it's important to be empathic uh, and yeah so thanks so much again so Christoph, welcome you thomas thank you christoph and thanks a lot for the for the listeners no? Yeah. Yeah. And um, also from my side, thank you so much, Hora, for all these insights. Really interesting for me, especially the part how people um, can work together coming from different cultures and using the same technology, but maybe having different views on this technology. Mm. So thank you so much for, for that. It's really appreciated. And yeah, for our listeners, if you enjoyed our podcast, please share it with others, friends, family, colleagues, whoever comes into your mind. And you find us on open.sap.com slash podcasts. And of course, um, with many other SAP podcasts there. And you find us on any other podcast platform or podcatcher app, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or TuneIn. Um, Hora, thanks again um, for being with us today. And uh, everyone, have a good time and take care until next time. And bye for now. Thank you. Bye.